All right, welcome to another episode of Relative Reaction, episode number eight. Hello, hello, hello. Mama Bryn here. And I am Travis. As always, we do want to welcome you into our wonderful family as our kinfolk here. Yeah. Come one, come all. I am doing great. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Kind of still on vacation in my head, in my body, but you know. Yeah, you had a nice week off in between recordings here, didn't you? you I did. You were all camping in the woods. Oh, it was awesome. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. It was every day, every second of every day was awesome. Yeah, that sounds really awesome. I'm definitely jealous that in between recordings while I was sitting there working, you were <laughs> you were out there camping and floating down a river. I am mm-hmm. super sitting jealous. That sounds amazing. Telling scary stories. <laughs> well, eight is the number of furlongs in a mile. That's oh. the number of pinches in a teaspoon. Ew. Eight is actually a lucky number in both Chinese and Japanese, but for different reasons. So in many Asian cultures, eight is considered a lucky number. Uh, the Beijing Olympics actually started at eight seconds past the eighth minute of the eighth hour on the eighth day of the eighth month. It's so weak. Kind of in that Chinese lucky theme there. That's cool. So I just thought that was kind of cool. So come on, join us, and let's not hope to go section eight, which if you're not familiar with the military, that's kind of jargon for crazy because that's the... Section 8 is when you get mentally discharged for being psychotic. So, let's not go too crazy today, yeah? (laughs) Make sure that you go ahead and like us on Facebook at Relative Reaction. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter, the same Mm -hmm. name. And if you don't have either of those social medias, that's fine too. Email us. Uh, Our email is relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. We love, love, love to hear from you guys. Don't Uh, forget to rate the podcast. Yes, yes, please rate us on iTunes. It's a greedy thing. It's not a to make our heads even bigger than what they are. No. It is solely a business thing. If we can get some rankings out there and we actually get enough to be rated under iTunes, that's when we start showing up on those podcast lists. And that you might also like this podcast when you're listening to others so that really on a business level helps us tremendously more than you could ever know that we're trying to get those likes to get enough to be rated out there on the itunes charts thank you for all of you that have already done that yep thank Thank you thank you i know we got quite a few new likes on our page this week actually we did i noticed that that's awesome thank you all that a lot of those likes are listening out to this episode right now if so welcome 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 we put out the welcome mat for you i am i am pretty (laughs) excited about your stories i know i feel like i say that every week but you know what i get more and more excited every week when we sit here to record than to listen to these new i like finding interesting little tidbits and stories yes but I think that is all of the formalities beforehand. Yep, yep. So let's jump right in. All right, to let's the dive first on in. Story that you have for us, Bryn. All right, my first story is Escape from Mail, 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 Mail. That was good, huh? Okay. <clears throat> this is a uh, Mayo Clinic is accused of medical kidnapping in the United States. Say what? Anyway. 18-year-old Alyssa Gilderhus, I hope I'm saying that right, rushed 
out of Mayo Clinic after they refused to transfer her to another hospital. She had a brain aneurysm and she was hospitalized and she only had a 2% chance of living when she went there to the Mayo Clinic. Yes. So what they did there for her was amazing because like I said, she had a 2% chance and they just worked our magic. But her health improved, of course, but when her mother started questioning the staff and the medicine, and I mean, this is her mother, so I think she has the right to question whatever they're doing to her daughter. They started getting a little, you know, how dare you question us? We are Mayo Clinic. And then they were having a meeting about her because she used a few explicits on uh, explicitives. How do you say that? Explicitives. Yes, on uh, one of her, to one of the doctors about her daughter's health. Uh, something Why was about she getting up in arms if they saved her from a two percent chance of survival. And and she acknowledges that the the mother and the stepfather both acknowledge that they that Mayo Clinic saved her life. You know they're not like dissing that at all. But the recovery process is what they're having an issue with. First they put her on I can't remember the medicine, but it's extremely addictive because of course her daughter was in pain. She had a brain aneurysm that had gone. So you know what I mean. And a lot of people don't recoup from that at all. Oh, gosh, no. So they were asking why they put her, she's 18, on such a heavy drug. And they, like, didn't acknowledge even her question. They just said, you know, we know what we're doing. This is what she gets. Which isn't the right way to go about it. I get it. You're a doctor. Maybe you do know better. But this is also her child, her baby, her oldest you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So she has a right to question you. And you do get more defensive and offensive when it's dealing with a direct family member. Oh, sure. If it's your parent and you're the child or vice versa and it's your child and you're the parent, you do get a lot more defensive when it comes to that. Her mother was banned from the clinic eventually because they were having a meeting and she walked into the meeting and said, if you're discussing my daughter, I feel I have a right to be here. Okay, but see, now this mother's starting to piss me off because you don't just walk up into a meeting. You don't cuss doctors out. No, you, uh, you're right. You don't. That's not the way Especially you approach after they a save situation. Her life with a 2% chance. That's not a walk in the park procedure no. that they just did. Well, they ended up banning her mother from visiting her daughter. And eventually, after banning her mother, they took Alyssa's laptop and telephone and any way of communicating. The nurses and doctors confiscated all of that. Now, how are they allowed to confiscate that? Was there reasoning behind it? I guess it's because it, it their hospital, their they're allowed. Now, they the said Mayo it was Clinic, impeding with her recovery. Is the Mayo Clinic different than a normal hospital? In some ways, yes, very much so. They're more uh, oriented in, in, like, specialties, you know what I mean? Okay. So, after having her things confiscated... Alyssa, who is now 18, asked for a transfer herself. She's like, I would like to be transferred from this hospital to another hospital. And they ignored her. They flat out refused. So, and her mother ended up getting some kind of legal help to see if she could sway the clinic into having her daughter transferred to another hospital. And again, the clinic did nothing. Mayo Clinic wouldn't let 
her be transferred, which I think is wrong. I don't see how that's legal. I don't either, but it is. And so make it to where the insurance doesn't pay if you leave without a doctor's permission and all this kind of stuff and you have to pay out of pocket, but you can't withhold someone out of their rights. Yes. With that as an well, Alyssa wasn't allowed out of adult. her room. So the dad said, you know, her grandmother would like to come visit her. Her grandmother is old and frail. So can we bring her from the room to the front door to visit with her grandmother? They agreed. When she got downstairs, her grandmother wasn't there. It was her mother in the car and the mother and the uh, stepfather uh, took her from the wheelchair and put her in the car and took her away literally had to kidnap their own daughter and they actually have a video of it and uh you could see the nurses yelling at them to stop and you know and the the they ended up calling the police mayo clinic did okay so mayo clinic is actually the one that called the police and is trying to file this charge well see they called the police to have uh Alyssa back they want Alyssa back. They said she's in grave danger. The parents don't know what they're doing. And you know what I mean? She needs help. She can't make her own decisions for her. So the doctor said, well, why is it she can't make her own decisions? Then why don't you have, like in most places, a family member steps up when you can't, they don't feel you're of Correct. sound you mind. someone legally. And she had plenty of family. She of had mother, father, regular father, stepfather. You know what I mean? And, uh the hospital at the time wrote that she was of sound mind so she could make her own decisions because she's 18 which is legally an adult in the place where mayo clinic is yes so now the police are like well you can't have it both ways you can't say she's of sound mind and making her own decisions and then if she leaves you say you know you can't do this where was this at um gosh i don't even remember i'd have to look that up that is a very good question i know it has to be near south dakota because when they left with her they went to the next state over okay which was south dakota and put her in another hospital oh wow because they did want her to have medical treatment it's not like they were withholding medical treatment from this poor girl and uh they got her there and they had doctor seen her and uh you know these doctors actually disagreed. The doctors at uh, in South Dakota disagreed with the Mayo Clinic. Really? Yes. And it was after that disagreement that police said, well, this isn't, you know, a police matter then. Because it's just one doctor's word against another doctor's word. That's not a police matter. No, they can't. The parent can say, okay, I want to go with this doctor. Yeah, they can't go with treatment policies. It's not uh, yes. a legal thing. It's a treatment. It's medical profession that's why they always tell you get a second opinion on major things so that way you feel more comfortable the parents afterward found out after taking her from the mayo clinic to the other hospital that mayo clinic had actually tried to gain guardianship of Alyssa. now how is that legal when there's people involved exactly that that's what i don't understand how is that even legal in the united states for a hospital to try to gain guardianship of a a girl that is an adult an adult not even a girl this yes, is a woman she is. now she is an adult 18 if you're going if you can get tried as an adult you're an adult she doesn't want to be there anymore she's not kosher with the way the doctors and all are treating her 
she doesn't agree with the treatment so she wants transferred they won't transfer her yet they won't let her leave so when she that's why they're calling it an escape like she had to literally escape because they were holding her there it's it is just i'm just i'm i'm right now i'm baffled i know i'm not saying much but it's because i'm trying to wrap my mind around where any of this is in anybody's mind and okay. yes it's it's to gain guardianship and there's family there to withhold him against the will as an adult right to call the police because she left because you wouldn't let her now Alyssa now is a sophomore in college she has by far surpassed any medical diagnoses like she walks on her own she talks on her own and they didn't think she'd be able to do any of that so she is doing oh yeah brain amazing very serious there's no right. other 2% survival right she is doing absolutely amazing but they want to question does the hospital have a legal right to medically keep you there if they don't think you're making the right decision and as it turns out this happened in several other places in the united states i believe that now most of the cases almost every other case with the exception of Alyssa's, has been with children children like you know we're talking two or newborns four-year-olds like an actual children's mercy hospital right. style most of the cases deal with that where they feel the parent is uh inhibiting Not the right mind right so Which they actually see feel like you're in oh, the right yes. mind. Hey, I know this person's guardianship or they're an adult, but they're not in their they're not in the right mind. So some hospitals do legally seek guardianship of the child. But with this one, Alyssa was an adult. Well, they even said she was in her sound mind. Yes. So you can't even go with, well, she's not in her right mind. She's not thinking straight. There's a lot going right. on. She's stressed or et cetera, et cetera. She, you, you stated specifically that she is in a sound mind. Now I'm and sure she there has are going to be there, right? So that way, if she wasn't in a sound mind, it would then go to there. Then it would go to you. It's not like she didn't have anybody. It's not this person no. off the street that has no one, and they're either in a sound mind can make their decision, or they're not, and you need to gain guardianship so you can do legal matters and sign papers. Yes, and. I'm sure there are going to be cases coming out of this. You know what I mean? Like either suing Mayo Hospital and all, because right now they refuse to speak, obviously. And um, from, you know, I mean, it's hard to say because Mayo's not really given their side. But from the parent and Alyssa's side, it really sounds like the doctor was on a power trip. I would definitely say the doctor's on a power trip, but I can also say, not going to lie, the mother sounds kind of like a bitch. Exactly. She was overprotective, maybe, of Alyssa. I could see that, too. I mean, that's just but it's it's a little still much to start her questioning. Daughter. I don't say not question a doctor and be like, hey, do you, I, I'm curious why, but the way it's written and the way it's spoken makes me think that she said it more in the tone of, you know, why are you doing that? Busting it on their meat and cussing them out. Like, that's a little much. However, on the flip side of that, that makes it never right to not go with what the legal adult that is there, the reason why all of this is a thing is because Alyssa needed treatment. That means you have to listen to Alyssa. Right. Thank you. That's that's she's the bottom a, line to me. She's yes. in her sound mind. There's nothing crazy. You said it yourself. It's in your own damn report. Yeah, the bottom line is Alyssa wanted put, transferred, and they just ignored her once. 
And here's what's killing me. This this is a problem with not only the doctor, but the board there as well. Right. That means the board isn't stepping in and is backing him too much. And the shitty part about this is, is apparently this Mayo Clinic, wherever this may be, is a very good clinic because it is oh, gosh, amazing. Oh, gosh, it's huge. Well, they just did an amazing job. It's like salvaging. people around the world seek to go to the Mayo Clinic for specific oh, yeah. things. And they're salvaging. They salvage someone with a two percent chance of survival right. from a brain aneurysm. She's walking and talking. So obviously, the staff that they have there is beyond a kick-ass. Right. But this is going to tarnish them so badly. Well, she said the ones that them. did the surgeries and all were awesome. Were great. It was her recovery nurses and doctor that they had the issues with yeah like the post-surgical unit right that's Which who they I'm had the how issue much this with is going to tarnish their reputation though as a hospital when we just spoke on the first part of this about how great they are and how great of a job they did but then you do this and this is going to ruin everything right because of one department because you're not going to think oh well that's just the recovery unit i don't want to recover there no you're going to think oh remember mayo clinic remember that story that just came out yeah that's what you're going to think. That's I just, where your mind's going to go. I believe as an adult, she had every right to want to be transferred if she so desired. Whether it was medically better or worse for her. I can only think of all the scenarios that you watch and listen and hear about. Of people that actually leave a hospital because they're mad or they feel like they're not getting treated right. Or they're just sick and tired of it. And they walk out the doors and within 48 hours, die. Right. I know that has to kill those doctors and nurses. That being said, they told the person, "You, I am not releasing you. But they don't get the choice to say, I'm not releasing you. You are no longer allowed to leave. This isn't prison. You're not handcuffed No, exactly. Bed. That's they my point. They have to let them go. Right. Their goal is to preserve life at any cost. That is a goal of a medical person. Right. And you just sign the papers that and say you're released on your own. And they have to sign the papers saying, the doctor like, did not release me. The doctor says this is dumb. Right. The you doctor doesn't agree paper. with you leaving. The doctor does not like that. The nurse does not like that. They're not happy with that. But they don't hold them back. And I, like I said, I know this has to hurt them when they die 48 hours later. So I'm trying to see where is that not this scenario. Right. Would it have hurt that doctor? Quite possibly. Maybe he really did have the best in interest and was like, I feel for this girl, this, this young adult has so much potential and I don't want them to go out and you know hurt themselves. They're not ready. But you can't stop that. She's no. a legal adult. Yes, you can't stop her. You, you just can't. It should not be in any way, shape, or form legal to stop her from leaving the hospital if she so desires. That is That's crazy. what I feel anyway. That's my bottom line. No, I, I can't even disagree with that. I'm so, like, I'm just aggravated on so many levels of that story because I, I'm still aggravated with the mother. Yes. The mother really I don't like in that story at all. She really irritated me. However, on the flip side of that, that clinic is just a disgrace to the medical profession. They should be ashamed of themselves. Agreed. I agree with you. Well, over to this side. Yes. <laughs> on my first story this week, we're going to go on a little bit happier note to start things out with. With cat care. Getting paid to live on an island and foster 55 cats. Sign me up. They are actually seeking someone to go live on the island of... Oh, where did the name go? I have it written. I know it's somewhere in Greece. Syros. Yeah, okay. It's an island. It, you were right. It's, it's in Greece. It's one of their islands. 
Uh, and all I could think of reading this article was my wife would adore this. Oh, my wife, God, we yes. used to pick on her before we were even dating. I worked with her, and we used to always pick on her, call her the crazy cat lady because she was the one with three cats and a single woman. So I always thought this is, this just sounds perfect for her because she doesn't. She's very this introverted. This would be her ideal need, job. Have to be secluded. Yes. Uh, with this area. So it's just like this. Literally sounded like my wife. However, you get paid to live on this island. Uh, it's right off Greece. You take care of 55 cats currently. You will receive a house, a garden that overlooks the Aegean Sea, so you get a Damn. beautiful view. You get a salary, and of course, the company of a bunch of felines. Now, that being said, I want to read the excerpt that they're using to like advertise this job because this this is a real job. This isn't a joke. This isn't a once in a lifetime. They're like this is an actual job search they have, and they have qualifications. You've got to meet and everything. This is. This is a legit job posting. Like you could go and apply right now. The applications are still up and being accepted. Right. They say this position isn't for everyone, though. You have to be able to drive a car in case a cat needs to go to the vet, and you also need to be okay with the fact that the sanctuary is a bit secluded and quiet in winter. You'll no doubt thrive if you're the type of person who appreciates nature and likes tranquility. Rest comfortably in your own company, the posting reads. They also say, that said... You'll never feel lonely with the company of cats, and you'll be expected to live with a small handful of cats inside of your house. The job is for, quote, a mature and genuinely passionate cat lover who knows how to handle many cats and would love their company. They, like I said, this is a legit job posting that they have yeah, out there. Yeah, don't you have to be like 45 and over as well? I, I didn't I read, read somewhere. anything about age. Okay. The qualifications I did read about is that obviously you do have to be able to drive. You have right. to be able to be okay with seclusion because it's not like right in the city center. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there is a six-month commitment that you have to make. You have right. to work there for at least six months. And with that, before you get paid, that you have to have one month volunteer unpaid at the shelter and the sanctuary. So they do require that. And there's one other requirement that they have listed that makes me wonder. It says you must have cat whispering skills in case there is a feral cat that they want to try to rescue. So I'm not really sure if you have to be the Caesar Milan of fucking cats or how that works, if how that qualification. I don't even know how to put that in your resume that I have experience with whispering to cats. I've cuddled with a feline. I'm not really sure what you do with that. I've got the Morris touch. But this is a job, and I also I couldn't find out, and I was trying to find out like how much you got paid because I know you make a salary. I couldn't find that out either. I know yes. it's a salary wage that you make, mm-hmm. and I couldn't figure out how much. But I'm just saying, like, you, okay, so you sign up for a six-month commitment. I'll sign up for a year. We'll say I do 11 months there, so I make one-year salary. I volunteer for one month. I'm gone for 13 months to go live in a house that they're going to give me, overlook the Aegean Sea in a garden that they're providing me. And all your utilities are also free. Yes. I literally live scot-free as long as I take care of the cats. So you're mm-hmm. trying to tell me my life goal and job is to make sure that these 55 cats stay happy. Okay. I think Sign I can handle that. Me up. Heck yeah. I adore animals. I love pets. I own my own pet setting business for a little while. I this sounds amazing. And they the were seclusion? showing pictures. Did you see any of the pictures? Oh my goodness. Uh, it was awesome. It's like a porch and it's just 
covered with kitty cats everywhere. Oh, it's beautiful. It and is not even gorgeous. Like the, the ratted bowls, you know, the dog yes. bowls. Like, they're actual, like, clay bowls that they all have. Mm-hmm. They all have their own food and water dishes. That's a lot of water dishes and food bowls. Yeah. I just saw it. I was like, this... This is like a dream come true. And the seclusion for me personally, much like my wife, I'm introverted. I would love it. I would have no problem. You're trying to tell me I could just stay at home all day, read and talk to cats. Yeah. Netflix. Just play with the kitties. Binge watch for a little while. That would be a... That is amazing. So I'm not really sure. I haven't went too far into the application process yet. I may be recording from Greece here shortly. I might be speaking Greek. (laughs) I, I would not mind that at all, and I, I love my job, don't get me wrong, but damn. I know that she has already, the lady who posted the job, has already gotten well over 1,000 uh, applicants. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm sure there's some very qualified applicants oh, sure. in that, that demographic. And too. they also said if you have any kind of vet experience or animal nursing experience, you'll be put ahead of the list. I could understand that. Oh, of course. That's like what they were saying. You need to be able to drive because if a cat needs care, I want you to be able to drive to the right. ASAP. Like they truly care about it. This place sounds amazing, by the way. It's called God's Little Creatures. Yes, is the name of the place, and it sounds absolutely just like what they do is God's work. It is amazing what they're doing out just there. Just a ton of beautiful kitties everywhere. I just I would love that. Oh, I know this. That just would sounds be like heaven. So awesome. I just I had to share that story when I was reading about that. It just I think it sounds like heaven. Yeah. I'm I'm so jealous of whoever gets this job. Yes. I'm so jealous that if you ever leave it, I'm just going to be baffled as to how you could leave it. You better have a damn good reason. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that is just so much, so much fun to me. That is. That was. Oh. I, w- I want that job. Yes. I don't is. drive, but damn it, I want that job. That, that would be the one thing that would get you, too, is you yes. don't drive. I do not drive, so that I wouldn't is be crazy. able to Of all the things that you don't qualify for, the reason being is just because you don't drive in case you need to go to the... I'll run them. I promise. I'll train for a marathon. I will. I will hand carry them to I the doctor. I will run the eight-minute mile, damn it. <laughs> Please. Wow, that is awesome. That I was just, an awesome story, man. That yeah, was awesome. I, just, I really liked that. I truly did. Okay, well, now to go on to our new favorite segment here still one of my favorite segments yeah. is packaged thoughts dun, dun, dun. So this is where we just go ahead and try out some random junk food that neither of us have ever tried before mm-hmm. uh, and we simply tell you our overrated opinions about it because well, there you go we like to think they matter <laughs> to somebody somewhere out there no somebody the gives a world, shit you know i swear it i really like to think that someone <laughs> somewhere might actually give a shit like you said so eloquently <laughs> and uh I as always away with words. as always any time that you have a suggestion for this oh please yes send it to us like i said uh it doesn't matter on facebook mm-hmm. twitter email we check them all so send us your suggestions oh uh, yeah we we'll, try, we'll look high and low best. for them i will try my best to find it in our area if you don't know if we'll be able to find it in the area, send it to us. If you email me, I will give you a safe mailing address that you can send stuff to us. Mm-hmm. And that way we can definitely try it out that very next week after we receive it. We'll give you all the credit. We're not – I'm not going to oh, try no, to steal no, the credit no. for it. I'm just – I want to try out new, new It'll fun be shit. Fun. So this week, what do we have – what are we trying out this week? We are trying some Tic Tac Gum. It's new out from the makers of Tic Tac. We're trying the, there are three flavors, 
we are trying the cool watermelon flavor. Ooh. There's also a spearmint and a peppermint, but we went with the cool watermelon. Ooh. Yeah, it sounds good. I never knew Tic Tacs were starting to make gum. Yes, it's it's new out. There's Like I said, there's only three flavors as of now, but I'm sure they'll expand that. I mean, I love Tic Tacs. I'm still the plain orange Tic Tac to me is the best. Tic Tacs have been going since. I just love orange Tic Tacs. Tic Tacs have been going since 1968. Okay. An Italian company. So they're going on 50 years this year. Yeah, just like me, baby. Good year. Good year. Good year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Anyway, I will try. We have two pieces to try. I must say they smell good. You know how Tic Tacs always smell good, though? Any flavor really does. The only thing that's worrying me before Mm -hmm. I try this is they are the exact same size as a normal Tic Tac. Right. And I'm trying to figure out how that works with gum. Well, that's what I was looking up because a serving size of a Tic Tac is actually six pieces. Really? Yes, did you not? I did not know that. So I wonder if that would be like a stick of gum is because, I mean, usually you eat Tic Tacs one at a time because they're the one calorie per Tic Tac and whatnot. So I wonder if it's supposed to be like six pieces for a stick of gum. That's just the, the only thing that's making me wonder right now is the fact that I'm going to eat this and it's the same size as a normal Tic Tac. Right. But uh, as for the gum, it is also serving size, six pieces. Very, mm. very bold flavor. Very fruity. I mean, that is a burst of watermelon in there. No, it is a, like, a very, one of those, like, um, I, I guess cool. They actually call it cool watermelon. There is almost a mint to it. Mm-hmm. Not like a um, strong, like, mint leaf or anything like that, but there's, like, the after effect of a cooling, like, it really brings out the watermelon. <laughs> I like that. Did you know that Tic Tacs were made up of 94.5% sugar? Really? Yes, they're like That's a little crazy. sugar Like cubes. I knew they were a lot of sugar. I'm not mm-hmm. crazy. But I don't know, to my mind, I guess it wasn't as much sugar because they always advertise that one calorie. One calorie a Tic Tac. Right. So you always think, oh, can't be too bad. Unless you're diabetic. <laughs> wow, that is surprisingly good. Hmm. That really is kind of chewy. I'm just surprised how much flavor came out of that little ass Tic Tac. Yeah. With that little mint. Like, I like it because with that mint background. It does have background, a cool after bit. Yeah. With that mint background, it makes you feel like you just brushed your teeth. Like that feeling you get when you have good breath because you just brushed your teeth for the day. Like, that's the kind of feeling I have right now. I could see why they the serving size is six pieces. Oh, yeah. Because we took two, and it's a it's a small piece. Yes, it feels like um one of those little chiclets that are supposed yes, to be gone. like a no chiclet. One, no one doesn't swallow a chiclet. Right. Because, well, they're, <laughs> they're like so dang tight. You just like eh, the little packets, you just put the whole packet in your hand. Yes. That's what it kind of reminds me of size, like the texture and consistency. Mm-hmm. But the flavor is super, super good. Oh, the good. flavor is there. I wouldn't mind trying the spearmint or peppermint. Wow. No, I'm surprised just how powerful a flavor that is for a little. A and they're still tic-tac. in that little convenient plastic container, you know, the little flip up container. So that's nice. It doesn't get smashed or anything in your purse. Or... Hmm. I like it. Yeah, I didn't mind that at all. Wow. That's kind of tasty. I did. I kind of kind of enjoyed Way to go, that. Tic Tac. Well, that's, that's pretty cool. That's, you know, we are three for three. Yeah, we we're are. We're going to get we cocky ain't... eventually. Yes. And we're going to have something one week. We're going to take like, a big old bite and be like, shit. oh! I just ate ass. Yeah. Well, I hope you say that first. That way I know better. But, yeah. Oh, I will. I will make sure. <laughs> Misery loves company. And you will join me if we ever get a bad a bad item here. But so far, we are three for three. We're kind of kicking ass. Yeah. Huh. I like that. 
Speaking of three for three, that just made me think. Did you know that this is episode eight like we were talking about at the beginning? Mm -hmm. That means we've been doing this for two months already. Yeah, baby. That's kind of crazy. Though I'm sure chewing gum on a podcast is probably not a good idea. No. Because I'm sure y'all are going to hear me go, eventually, you know what I mean? (laughs) That was one of the grossest sounds I've ever heard in my ear. (laughs) Glad I could share that with you. (laughs) Overly, overly disturbing. No, that, okay. was, oh, that was fun. I love doing that. I really did. That was my, good. That was very good. I would, If I was y'all, I'd go out and buy that. Out of five star, I'd give it a four. Oh, yeah, that was good. Like I said, so far, we are five for five. All yeah, I know. Everything we've tried has been good. The Snicker bars were in mm-hmm. it. The goldfish, I've been eating them all oh. week. That package is almost gone. I've been they snacking them all week manna. while you were gone. Yeah. Uh, the, the gum is great. That's... Good. That's good stuff. We are doing good. That's packaged thoughts, guys. All right. Yes. All Going right. Back on next to our next stories here. Dollar General Chain. Choo choo. Okay. How does Dollar General thrive in rural America? Everybody knows that Dollar Generals pop up everywhere. I will tell you, our the little town I lived in in Missouri, mm-hmm. population was 2,300, I think. We had a Dollar General. That's what I'm saying. They are like, you even camping, the closest store to us. And when we camped, we were camping out in the Allegheny Forest. It was like way out by the Clarion River. And there was a Dollar General. That was the local store. These podunk little teeny towns got nothing, but there's a Dollar General. I have always noticed, there's always a Dollar General, I've always noticed that there's, like, tons and tons of them. Yes. And, again, like I said, in Missouri, our, my little town of 2300, we had one. If you go to the next town over where our grocery store was, like, where I used to go grocery shopping if to do literally anything in life, I had to drive to that 20 minutes over to get to the next town. Mm-hmm. There were three in yeah. that little town. Well, look at right here and in Union Town. When I say that little town... The town I'm talking about was uh, eighteen thousand five hundred. So it would ju- it just happened to have a grocery store and shit for us now, but it's still not like a giant town. It's still considered a small town in America, and it had three. Well, Uniontown, which is where we are recording from, has what five? Yeah. So I mean, they're everywhere. <laughs> they're just every every corner. Another one. Oh, looky! Turn your head. Another one. Oh, wait! Turn your head. Another one. I wish I had that many freaking Starbucks here, man. No, no one wants that. Me? This no, someone, no. this no one right here does. Just a little fun fact to you about the Dollar General. There are more Dollar Generals in the United States right now than there are McDonald's. You know, I could believe that, and I was actually thinking about that because I was going to make the joke saying the Dollar General in Knob was by the mcdonald's that's also in every little town but then i started thinking i guess there are probably going to be more dollar generals because there was still only one mcdonald's in in the mm-hmm. other town that was 20 minutes over there was one mcdonald's and two or three dollar generals that just amazed me that little fact i'm like damn fun fact i believe if i'm not mistaken they're either number two or three on the list of worst people to work for yeah i did hear that I did. I knew someone that used to work for him, and I found that list. And, I'm, and she was like, I am not surprised. Yeah, she, I did oh, hear that. They were one of the worst companies for. to work for. She said they were absolute trash to work for. But they are the fastest growing retailer in America right now. They open, on average, three stores every day. 
Every day? Every day. Holy shit. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I did not expect you to say every day. No. Holy, wow. But are they really sharing the wealth in Royal America? Or are they trying to make a dime off of the rural America? Well, I mean, location is something, and you need to have a good location to get business. However, if you are the only business in a location, right now you've got a captive audience. A Dollar General moves into these places that Walmart, uh, Target, and your other retailers won't move into because there's not of a de- enough of a demographic. Yeah, because they're demographic. too big. Dollar right. Generals are smaller stores. That's where Dollar Generals go. So, they move into these small little struggling towns, like Travis said about his town, and they'll ask for breaks. This is literally what Dollar General does. They'll ask for breaks on utility bills. They'll ask for breaks on taxes. And that's how they get into these little teeny towns. They'll say, hey, we'll bring you revenue. We'll bring you jobs. All you got to do is maybe give us a little bit on our utility, maybe ease up on our taxes. So So, they they buy off on this. Yes. And the little towns think about it and they're like, you know, nobody knows our little podunk town. We have, like you said, a few number of people in these little towns. Maybe if we let this store come in, it'll it'll help people to get to know our little town. So they buy off on it. They take it. They give them their breaks. So they're giving these breaks. This billion-dollar company tax breaks just to have them move into these small rural towns. And I don't see how that's upping the value because no offense. Mm-hmm. And I've been to Dollar Generals. I sh- I've shopped at Dollar Generals. I'm not above that by any means. But no offense to them. I've never been in one that's ever clean for more than a week after it opened. <laughs> no. They're always in disarray. I agree with you there. Yes, organized. no, they are. They're always in disarray. They they're do seem dirty. dirty floors. Mm-hmm. And that part of it is because they're unorganized, so it's never like deep clean. It's I don't understand how they're buying how that's. I'm trying to think of like what the word I'm looking for is, how that is upping the value of your town because it's not a well. I guess they figure front by any means. You figure, say your town is small. We'll say twenty two hundred. That's a small town, right? Oh yeah. So it's a tiny little town like that. This big retailer is going to come in and create jobs for your. Your constituents, if you're like, you know, the mayor or whatever, this little town, it's creating jobs. Maybe other little towns around you, because these little towns usually have other little towns around them. That is true. So Ours those have other little towns are now going to come into your town to shop. So chances are they're going to buy more whatever else you have in your town. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, mean, so far, it seems to be working amazingly for Dollar General. Now, do you think this will ever make them crash and burn? Because they're opening three (sighs) stores. To average three stores a day, I'm sorry, is just a a mind-boggling number. That is – I've never been so shocked on this podcast as when you said that. Yep. That is a true stated fact. That has shocked me the most out of anything you've ever said on this podcast or that I have researched was that right there three stores a day that means you're opening a thousand stores a year a little over but i mean you're right you're opening over a thousand stores a year yeah and a lot of these small towns they go back after the say the dollar general has been there for several years and they'll ask whomever the town 
mayor or whatever it is, uh, did it work out for you? Was it good giving them, say, a tax break? Was it good having them have their utility capped at a certain number? Did that work out for your town? And for most towns, it does. For most of just... these little small podunk towns, it works out beautifully. Because I work for a company that is actually growing rather quickly, and they are known as one of the – they're under the fa uh, quick-growing companies. They fall under that percentile. Right. Because we do open quite a bit, and we're up to 578 stores. I just had to do a thing today. So I saw it in my – we're 578 stores. And we have – like I said, we're growing quickly. We have quite a big name where we're at. And we're not nationwide, but, you know, in, in our little mm -hmm. area up here in the Northeast, we're fairly well-known. Right. So to me, that's what I'm kind of judging off of. If we're quick growing and we have this many, you're opening over twice as many stores that are in my – in the business I work for. Out of all their stores, you're opening twice as many as we have a year, not including all that you already have. Because how long has Dollar General been out? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, they've had to be founded probably, I would say, about 50 years ago. I would, they I would say so, yeah. They have to be around so, that 50, yeah. 60 year that's, mark. I don't think that's a bad guess at all, I actually. I don't think they were out too far before that. No. I don't think they were out during, like, the Depression. I would say 40 to 50, I definitely, yes. They, I definitely think they probably came out in the 60s, I would guess. Mm-hmm. I, I would say, say yeah, I would say there. 40 to 50 doesn't sound too far-fetched to me. If you know, holler it out for us, but, Yeah. I just I can't believe that they. But the, this is how they have gotten so huge is just going into them little teeny towns, asking for breaks so they make money, and the town gets a boost all at the same time. See, I can almost get that, but I'm still baffled by how we can fit so many in a town. Like, why did the town of twenty thousand I was talking about earlier, less than twenty thousand, mm -hmm. have three? How does our town that we're in now, and if you were to include the little town of Hopwood right down the road from right. us, they have one as well. Yes, they do. You've got six to seven dollar generals in. I mean, what, you're talking about but what? But you go into ten, any of them. Are square? they not busy? I mean, I guess. I just, I mean, because you figure that's what, like a 10 mile square radius? We're talking about 10, 15 mile square radius. There's seven probably. Right. That just seems like how how do they all stay in business? How do they all continue up that's what kind of baffles my mind because i don't feel like there's well enough obviously people they're bringing in enough revenue to stay or open. they wouldn't be opening three a day you yeah, know what i mean obviously have to be i'm just trying to figure out how does that work on a business level to have so many so close to another and they don't steal business from one another and make you right lose a, a bottom line overall i guess i could see their point in that like say you got to run out for milk or something you could run to the local grocery store, but because there's a Dollar General on every corner, how about you just go there? Maybe while you're there, you're getting a gallon of milk. Now you see some candy bars at the checkout line. You get a few candy bars for the kids. Oh, look, there's a bag of my favorite chips. Pick up a bag of chips. And before you know it, you're out of Dollar General with your milk and two other bags. I mean, that is true. Just recently, we were sitting there cooking dinner. We ran out of something. Where did yes, I go? That's absolutely right yeah we ran out of tortillas to dollar general because why the closest store to our house is a dollar general right it's and right there we have any convenience store far. i have other stores that are even closer but we're in the middle of cooking exactly. so i didn't want to like sit there and wait because we had stuff on the stove so i'm mm -hmm. like let me just run out real quick and we i ran out to the dollar general and back that is true but that's just I, to me was very interesting wow so that is that is like the key. That is why there's so many Dollar Generals everywhere. That is why. Three I always day. wondered that myself. Three a fucking day. Yeah. That is just 
God That's bless. amazing. That is a lot of stores to open dun, every dun. day. <laughs> and to have and what kills me is they're that and they are one of they are always in the top two, top three of worst companies to work for. Yeah. They're in it, so I guess, for their dollar sign, not so much money for oh, yeah. all kinds. And the people down the bottom don't see shit. Amen. That's exactly what I think it is. That yes, is sir. a horrible, horrible company. Yep. I'm so glad I work for the company I, I, I work for right now. Wow, because that's just... I've worked for some good and some bad in my time, and I'm glad I've never had to work for them. Me too. All right, on to my second story, the disgruntled destruction. <laughs> I like this one. Sorry, I like it. <laughs> you will see the point to this guy here in a second once we get into it. He, he might be an asshole. A little bit, a little He bit. did some shit, and we're going to go into that. But damn, if he didn't... Make a point. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. the guy I'm talking about is Daniel Nagu. Now, I might be mispronouncing that last name. I believe that's how it's uh, pronounced. He's a 30-year-old. He is from Buntingford, Hertfordshire, UK. <laughs> Hertfordshire. I'm not British. Uh, he is believed to have knocked down a row of newly built cottages over lack of pay. <laughs> He was the one of the people. He was like the head of the construction company that built up all these new cottages, and they were for like a retirement, wasn't it? To be a, like a retirement community. I believe so. That's okay. the way it sounded. I never saw that kind of put into words from what I read. Got but it. definitely the feel that I was getting it was they were trying to make like a little retirement community because they were all similar style cottages. Mm-hmm. The neighbors are all that that we talk to here are all older. Right. So I definitely think it was some form of like a retirement community. Not necessarily like a uh, senior citizen homes. No. no but no. a retired community. Like one of those gated communities that you right. retired to and you live the good life and play golf on the weekends type thing. Well, the witnesses described seeing him laughing and taking pictures as he damaged the row of houses that would value 2.5 million pounds. Yeah. These are not cheap houses either. No. I know the reason why I'm saying I'm pretty sure it's a retirement area. Like just a lot of these facts leading up to it are I'm pretty sure it was a retired community that we're building this for. He literally like kinda just drove through. And I'm seeing like these pictures they have up mm-hmm. in the article that one of the articles reading they had a lot of pictures. And they say one of the people that called the police, one of the nearby neighbors, he said it looks like an earthquake or bomb struck. Yeah. Yes, and, it does. Like, once I read that and I start re-looking at some of these pictures, that's exactly what it looks like. Yes. It literally looks like when you see those, when a bomb goes off and the front, mm-hmm. the storefronts get destroyed, or like when a big hurricane comes through and it takes out half of it, or like a tornado, and half of it's fine because a tornado is so narrow a lot of times, that's what it looks like. It looks like a tornado cut through, or a bomb went off right here in this little area. But no, this is this dude on his digger being mad. <laughs> now, mind you, it's like a little two-year-old. Angry as all get out, he was super calm with police. He yes. was by no means a dick to the police officers. No. Actually, when the police arrived, he was calm. They said he was calm and serene. Yeah, he wasn't. He didn't have his voice. I have my voice where he's prepared. Yes. Well, he did when the police came. <laughs> he was completely all right with it. He's like, hey, yes. what's up? How you doing, man? He told and them he what told he had them, done. He told them, hey, I did it because I didn't get paid. Mm-hmm. Just plain as matter of fact, not in anger, not in defense. Just matter of factly like, oh, no, I did this because I didn't get paid. 
And he left in cuffs without issues. Right. Also, did not fight it at all. No. And there was a couple neighbors that were getting scared, and they were asking, don't destroy my home or my home's next. And he even reassured them, again, in a very kind way, actually not not mean at all to them, very friendly to them. He reassured them, oh, no, I'm just destroying the homes where I was owed money. Now, this comes out every Wednesday, this podcast. So we usually record on a Monday or somewhere around there. Yeah, so it gives me sounds about right. gives me a little bit of time to edit, fine-tune, mm-hmm, polish a couple things, get everything ready to go so it can be published out. Because as you know, uh, not only do we publish it Wednesday, I try to have it ready for by the time you wake up Wednesday, there's a podcast at your door. That's kind of like my right. goal if in life is If you to listen you wake to us up like to on your way to work, it's there for you. Yeah, my, my goal is usually on Wednesday morning when you wake up, you should be able to wake up to our podcast. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. It means many nights of no sleep for me yeah. those previous two nights. <laughs> But I try to make sure you wake up to a podcast. So we're right. recording this on Monday. And he actually, this just happened over the weekend. Yes. Very so recently. He actually appears in court today. So I don't know what's going to happen in this case yet and how it's going to play out. The only. But he does appear in court today. Uh, honestly, he probably already appeared. And there might be an update coming out in the next couple hours. I'm not sure. But. We'll have to see what happens to him. Right. We'll have to have an update for this. The only part of the story I found humorous, to me anyway, is the people that are now uh, on the hook for the 2.5 million pounds to rebuild and all subcontracted it out. So it's the subcontracts company that didn't pay him. Really? Yes. So it's not even the people that... It's not even the people that are actually on the hook for it now. Now, here's a good question. Do you think... I mean, obviously he went too far. Oh, yeah, thanks. I think, we, think we've gathered that point. Well, but... But do you think that he should face anything, or is he actually in the right? Because technically this is his work and his money. No. And you didn't pay him for it. No. I do not think he's right. Is he hilarious? But I mean, do you think that he <laughs> yes. can, like, where do you think the legal per, uh, repercussions can come from, I guess, is more so what I'm thinking of. I don't think he's right, Destruction per se, of property. But it's his property. That would be like you remodeling his house or you getting mad and breaking your own window. Yeah, but these houses were supposed to be moved into... In a couple weeks. Yes, in a couple weeks. I think September 4th or something like that. And so he destroyed into. this property... That was supposed to home these people. I I think he should be held up on some charges. Yes. But what can we hold? What what can they hold him up on? I mean, obviously, I'm not legal by any stretch of the imagination. I was thinking of destruction of property, um, and things of that nature, is what in my head is what I'm thinking. I think he should have to pay some amazing fines. Do I think jail time? Not really. I think it would be a waste, to be honest. I don't think he is a threat to anybody. No, no, he, he was calm as a cu- cool as exactly. a cucumber. He did not handle this correctly. He was angry, upset, whatever. He didn't handle it correctly. Perhaps fining him will make him think a little harder next time. While this guy is hilarious. Yes, he is and a little almost, bit of a hero. <laughs> almost. As funny as one of his former employees, a fellow builder who'd been involved in the construction, said he was angry after going to see the damage because he didn't know what he was going to do for work. <laughs> so out of all of this, he's just like, oh, shit, I'm, uh, I did all that. And I don't know what I'm going to do for work. I need to get paid still. Like, that's what he's mad at. I got some work. He has no idea the, the humor that just happened, the, the terror that happened for some of these neighbors. All this scene, he's just going... 
Oh yeah, I work with them. I don't know what I'm gonna do for work now though. Like that's that's, that's homeboy's only I'm reaction. I have to, to this find shit. me a new construction company. I do believe. Well, that is great. That was that was my second. That, that was, was awesome. I like frontal destruction there. Okay, we all know what that means. It's time for last clip. My last clip is called Hungry Hungry Hippos. Fun, fun game. I used to love the game as a kid. <laughs> that was a fun game, you have to admit. Okay, this is about a Chinese tourist who was killed by a hippo. Now, in Kenya, a tourist was taking photos on the edge of a lake when he was killed, unfortunately, by a hippo. He was attacked, he was killed. He was with another gentleman as well who was uh, injured but not killed. Well, hippos are mean animals, I heard. They are extremely territorial. Yeah, I heard they can be extremely yes. mean. Now... Hours, mere hours before this, a local fisherman was also killed in that same area on that same bank of the river. Wow. Was it the same hippo by any chance? They're not sure. That's what they're trying to figure out because six people have been killed so far this year on that lake. Fuck that. So there may be... It wasn't the exact hippo, but it's like... What are they Uh, called? Uh, I don't know what... Are they herds? I don't know if it's a herd of hippos. Anyway, whatever you would refer to it as. Yeah, the group of hippos. The group of hippos. Yes, they're assuming that there is one hippo in there that is perhaps like a rogue hippo with an anger issue. Needs a little anger <laughs> management. A rogue hippo with an anger issue. <laughs> yeah, he's got Sorry a little about Bill. We don't really accept him, but you know. <laughs> Henry the hippo is a little angry. Perhaps he was going to have one of those houses. We don't yeah. know. <laughs> I was going to move into the retirement <laughs> village up in the UK. Get away from this heat in Africa. <laughs> now, as we all know, hippos do pose the greatest danger of any animals to humans. Yes. They kill more humans a year than any other animal. The only one that even comes close, I believe, are the uh, buffalo. Really? Because people try to get too close. Dumbasses. Because Yes, because people are asses. But now the tourists are usually protected by guides. You know, like guides will stay in there. some form of exactly. tour guy that knows these like, two, where their territory is at so that you don't go into their territory. And These two Chinese tourists did not have a guide. They decided to go on their own. Yeah, they were just doing an expedition on their own. And they happen to come up on this really angry hippo. What the fuck is this hippo's issue? Just, <laughs> this hippo oh, has some might, hippo. Somebody just, called him fat, and now he's pissed. I just want to go to the person that makes a lot more money than me, <laughs> and it's scientists that quote it going, we think this might be a rogue hippo with an anger issue. We just want to we want to give it a quiet space. Maybe give him some Cymbalta, see how it works. <laughs> <It's> not- <laughs> Maybe there's an oil for that. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. What is Put some lavender. Plant a field of lavender. The hippo would be so happy. What? What is this like? Scientist grandpa. If you do find out it is a rogue hippo with an anger issue, <laughs> what are you going to go over and counsel it? <laughs> we're going to have counseling sessions twice. We're going to have a one-on-one. We're, we're going to talk. We're going to do a little group therapy with the family. We're going to have a little intervention. <laughs> I think this will work. Henry, you've went rogue. Come on. <laughs> we need you back, Henry. We need you back. It's went too far. It's the sixth person this year, damn it. It's like a serial killer hippo. That would make a cool-ass t-shirt, oh wouldn't it? Serial killer hippo. Okay. I'm just saying that'd be a cool-ass t-shirt. Oh, my goodness. That is crazy. I like that story. No, I like it. That's crazy. Our rogue hippo would anger issue. Rogue hippo.
my god. Guys, <laughs> oh, I want to be friends with that scientist. I like him. Over to my last clip of the day before we close this show up. is a makeup mugshot. Now there is a, a mugshot photo going around. It was actually taken in April uh, of 19-year-old Marshalla Perkins. Well, it's kind of, it went up on this Twitter page. It's called Mugshot Bays. I kid you not. My bae. Are you bae? It started with that, if you remember back a couple years ago in 2014, mm-hmm. Jeremy Meeks. I do. The dude who, they did a mugshot. Good looking man. And he was good looking. Everybody was like, oh my. And they wanted him to model, etc., etc. Right. Well, he ended up modeling that, for a bit and married some kind of heiress of some sort. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. after all of that, they started this Twitter account that has over 80,000 followers now called Mugshot Bays. <laughs> that which kills me. I'm sorry. Only in America we're yes. going to have shit like that. <laughs> well, the latest one to go viral was this one that I was talking about. And like I said, they actually tweeted it out in April when the Mugshot came out. And she is she beautiful. Arrested. She's absolutely gorgeous. Oh, yes. And I actually, I plan on whenever I post this, I'm going to post a picture in either the uh, description side or if not in the first comments, if I forget, to yeah, show hers you what she looks like. was just a misdemeanor, too, unlike the gentleman. Correct. Hers was just a little something. Also correct. And I do have that written down right. to get into as well here in a second. And I want to post the picture because, like I said, she truly is beautiful. Like, I can oh, see she why, is. Yes. why people are talking about her and all. And she started receiving attention when they kind of, like, it got a new round of uh, someone, I can't remember who it was, tweeted it other than Mugshot Bays, kind of tweeted it again or maybe mm-hmm. did, like, a little throwback. Well, it went viral now. So it's the tweet itself has gone viral, and it's actually on the front page of Reddit. And they said if the meat guy, the one person, Brown and Bella, said if that meat guy can become a professional model and marry an heiress, which is funny because you're just talking about that. Yeah. I wish the same blessings for this queen. So there are people actually going for her, and they were saying that unlike him, where it was kind of a candle in the wind, you know, kind right. of short, short-lived. Well, they think this one might actually go somewhere because since this mugshot has went viral, there's just literally thousands of requests getting poured in and in and in for her to do like makeup tips and videos to have her own on makeup how to li- do yes. it. And then she was actually approached by someone to have right. her own makeup line out there. So, and like I said, she is beautiful and her makeup does look done like it. she was a Hollywood actress. It's done perfectly. Oh yeah, she absolutely. trusts herself up to go to jail. Yes, exactly. I mean, it is absolutely now, perfectly you, done. What she went to jail for was uh, she was pulled over on a basic traffic stop. They mm-hmm. didn't say what the traffic stop was initially for, but it was just a basic one. It was nothing right. major. And they found two grams of marijuana. Right. So she only spent the night. She was out the very exactly. next day. No, Nothing huge legally ever happened or became no, of it. No, 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 no. But the mugshot got shared, and that is, yes. is making her famous. Uh, she's actually quoted to the Star-Telegram as saying, It's crazy. My mind is blowing. Now it's turned into something so positive that I'm just going to embrace it and see where it takes me. So hopefully she kind of, you know, stays out of yeah, trouble. I hope... she was in huge trouble. She really wasn't. But... No. But I hope this all works out for her. Because, like I said, she is beautiful. And she definitely has talent for makeup. As a woman to woman, you could see that this this lady has a talent for extenuating and just, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just, it, it, 
But then it kind of raises the question here mm-hmm. on is this a good thing to be publicizing and like making it good? Oh, this is this is her. Like it's not YouTube stardom. You're major right. stardom for being in in jail. Well, I think it's crazy to have that damn website, Mugshot Bays. Are you freaking kidding me? Oh yeah, it's a Twitter account with over eighty thousand followers. I know. Mugshot Bays. Un freaking real. I, I feel also... the same about this as I do that. God, excuse my language. All right, I said my little piece about that show that teenage. Uh, teenage mother. Oh, that damn teen mom shit. Teen, I, it, I think that is, the fuck it is. Yes, I feel the same way about the that damn website as I do that show. Oh, I hate that. I mean, I got no qualms with this lady benefiting from it. I mean, hell, it's there. I think it's stupid that it's there. But I guarantee, you, if you go on mugshot bays, find me someone from Missouri. You won't. I guarantee you there's no, there's no way there's a mugshot right. bay from Missouri because every mugshot person from Missouri is meth the meth fuck out. Trust me. I have seen some. I used to watch the jail roster of who got input in the county I was living in just because, well, I was bored and I had no life. Um, and what's sad is you get to know some of the people that are on there and you're like, oh, hey, I know he works at Walmart and shit. And sad. <laughs> He serves but my some of them point. photos on there were downright scary. Yeah. So yeah, but there's this mugshot base. So tell us what you think. And like I said, I'll post the picture of because she, she really does do a great job. Oh, she Don't is. She's wrong. gorgeous. I don't make it sound there's... like she doesn't. Uh uh-uh. uh I just I, I was kind of curious to the question of whether you think that it's. I a think good it's thing stupid as hell. Something coming out of it of a you know jail sentence, or is it maybe a good thing that's stuff is coming out of and i sure as hell hope nobody wrong. out there that i love and that i care about is on this site looking for the hookup that's all i'm saying like i understand that like maybe this is a good thing she said you know i'm just trying to make a positive turn on it oh no so she's maybe it doing, is actually great. doing a great thing for and turning her life around. i don't mm-hmm. i don't know now, obviously and like i said like we were saying earlier with the jeremy meeks case she wasn't in there for like he was i can't remember what he was, even he in, was in there for something like much more severe or something like that yeah it was something of actual like this is just two grand hey, yeah, this she was is out nothing. the next morning exactly this isn't something that'll happen you know three years you won't even see it exactly thing. it's barely on a record you know what i'm saying oh, yeah. just blah, 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 blah. No, it'll get i mean i'm glad she's uh, you know, booming from it. I just think the website's so bad. <laughs> yeah. So it is it made famous. I'll, I'll put the picture out there. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Uh, as yeah, always, yeah. tell us what you think about actually all of our stories this week. Oh, we yes. Please do. Please we do. love to hear your opinions. Mm-hmm. We love to hear what you think. Even your critique. Yes. Even e- even the critique, but nothing too bad unless it's aimed towards the other side of the... Yes. Far, over Mike over there. I mean, no, your main no. host here. You, you love Mama him. Mama Bryn you know. has no critiquers out there. But, but y'all can tell me happy birthday because I'm 50. Uh, uh, 50 yes. and fine. Uh, and that, that actually does bring me to a fine. point. I want to say a <laughs> special, special, special happy birthday this week because my wonderful co-host over here does turn 50. Here it'll be the, the day before this podcast comes out. She's actually going to turn 50. So Yay. we're wishing her a happy birthday this week. All the kinfolk. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we all wish her a happy birthday. Yeah. Happy 50th. Thank you. Thank I mean, you. You're as old as Tic Tacs. Yes, I am. Me and Tic Tacs born yes, the same year. Out, here's old no as wonder I love Tic Tacs. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> but so we'll have to special, special thank you for doing this. I mean, this is too much. You've been doing this with me. 
I appreciate it. Oh, I love this. It, it helps so much to have a co-host, and you, and you do a, a whole lot behind the scenes for me. You really, really do. I really love doing this. i got to be perfectly honest. This is fun stuff, if you ask me. Tell us your thoughts this mm-hmm. week. Tell us your opinions. Tell us if you love us or if you hate us. Rate us on iTunes for oh, us. Oh, yeah. Please. Hey, you want to be a guest on our show? Why don't you uh, contact us? Tell us a little bit about yourself and all, you know? Yeah, we might we might be looking into that in the future. You never yeah, know. Yeah, you just don't know what's going to happen with this. But we do, we do want you to please share this. Yes, let, please. Let your friends know if you know anybody that mm-hmm. uh, listens to podcasts or has long drives that might want to start listening to podcasts. Please share this with them. Share it on your social media. And while you're on social media, come look us up on Facebook at Relative Reaction. Come look us up yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, follow us there. Email us if you gotta. I don't care. Like I said, we are out there. We're out there on the Apple Podcast Store. Mm-hmm. We're out there on the Google Play Store. Yeah. We're out. We're out there on Spotify. Yeah. We're out there on Podbean. If you can find a podcast, mm-hmm. chances are we are on there or somewhere on there. You can get a link to our podcast. Yeah. So we are out there. We want you to listen. We want other people to listen. We want to make this one giant thing. And I, I have fun doing this, but yes, please, please, please share the crap out of this. Mm-hmm. Give us your opinions. Have a wonderful week. I'm yes. so glad to have you back. I'm, I'm glad you didn't get uh-huh. eaten by bears. That's, that's always great. I uh, almost stayed happy, there, though. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank I'm you. I'm glad I didn't have to do any surprise auditions for another co-host new co-host out here <laughs> go ahead try the tic-tac gum oh, tell yeah. us what you think about all of these stories i mean we had everything from the mayo clinic that's a very hot topic discussion there yes uh, all the way down to the discrone discussion that i was talking about i mean we have the makeup mugshot your hungry hippos it's all a general train we all these stories today you know go ahead talk them out mm-hmm. let us know what you think uh, yeah. the cat sanctuary see if you're gonna put your application if you good there. if you uh have a good idea let us know write it to us and as always yeah. here to end our episode eight of relative reaction please please make sure to spay and new to your pets and, and some, some of your, of relatives. your relatives well most of them <laughs>